Hello everyone, and welcome back into episode 20 of the Queen City Collective. As always, I'm your host, Owen Watterson. Follow me on Twitter, at Owen underscore Watterson. But we're here with a kind of pessimistic episode, I guess. Not really from my perspective, as I am excited about the future. But regardless, you guys kind of know what we're going to get into today. The NBA suspends its season due to the looming threats of coronavirus, Rudy Gobert uh, contracting the disease. We're going to get into all that after the intro, uh, but a lot to talk about for sure. A lot about the future of the podcast. I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. I really enjoy doing this. I know it's been a couple days since I've been back, but I kind of wanted to wait till all the information about what happened with the Jazz, what the, the league planned to do, just all of it all together. Now that I have more information, I feel prepared to give you guys a good episode today and give you my thoughts on it. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Cue the music. Welcome back, everyone, into episode 20 of the Queen City Collective. As I said earlier, I am Owen Watterson, your host as always. So let's go ahead and jump into COVID-19, the coronavirus as it is more commonly known. I think everybody knows it by both names by now. It's so global. So let, let's go ahead and jump into the Hornets, how this affects the Charlotte Hornets, the NBA as a whole. Not And not only the NBA, because this has had an overwhelming effect on the entire world. I mean, with with the with COVID-19, it is a very dangerous disease from everything that I've seen. I think it's to the point now where we kind of have to take it seriously. Um the the mortality rates, people saying they're being low, saying it's similar to the flu. Uh it's it's a lot right now. I mean, it's started in China as most of you know and now it's been here and I think the biggest thing to me is if the thing with Rudy Gobert would not have happened. And if you guys don't know, I believe it was when was it? a couple nights ago um, when the when Woj came out with probably Wojnarowski's biggest bomb ever on Twitter, saying that the league has suspended its season and the the Jazz and the Thunder were about to play. So the Jazz and the Thunder were about to play. They were literally seconds away from tip-off from everything that I've seen. Players were getting ready to go to center court. The ball was about to be tossed up in the air, and a doctor comes sprinting out onto the floor, says something to the referees, and the game gets canceled. Nobody really knew why. Uh, at that point, they people knew that they were testing Rudy Gobert for the coronavirus, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't think anybody really expected this to have an impact on the league. I think before the Rudy Gobert thing, and I, I include myself in this too. I, I don't want to sound like it's just everybody else but myself. Before the Rudy Gobert thing, I wasn't taking this very seriously either. But now that we've seen that this can affect even, you know, the the NBA stars and, and the league as a whole, 
it, I think it really kind of set in the back of my mind that, wow, this this really could potentially be serious. And even though Donovan Mitchell, who contracted the disease from Rudy Gobert, supposedly, um, I don't know where else he would have gotten it from, but regardless, now that they're both seemingly doing fine, um, which is to be expected. I mean, NBA players, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, probably in better shape than 99% of Americans, so you can't expect them to have a, a disease like this really have a huge impact on them. To, to say the least, but the impact that this has had not only on the NBA, but the rest of the sports world, I mean, everything right now is canceled, not canceled, I mean, the March Madness got canceled, uh, but the NBA is suspended, the MLB pushed opening day back, the NHL is suspended, NASCAR is suspended, nothing is going on right now, it is a miserable time to be a sports fan, and I've caught myself these past couple of days really just looking around like, you know, what am I supposed to do now, I I never really realized how much I consumed sports as a whole until there just aren't any. And that's only been a couple days. So this has been an outstanding time uh, in the sports world, unlike anything anybody has really ever seen before. It's it's a big deal, to say the very least. And this is, you know, the first topic I really want to talk about, I know I kind of gave y'all some of the background, which honestly, most of you, if you're listening to this, you probably already know most of that, but I want to talk about how this is going to affect the NBA moving forward, because there, there's a couple schools of thought, and there's going to be a couple ways to look at it moving forward, if you ask me. So either the NBA, they're, they're on a 30-day hiatus right now, a minimum 30-day suspension of all play, uh, but I just, if, if you have done research on this virus, if, if you know how contagious this thing is, that it can sit on hard surfaces and it, you get it once, you touch your face, you don't wash your hands, you have it. And you don't really know for, I think they said five to 14 days that, that you could have it and have no idea and be continuously spreading it. So you really do have to be, to be careful at all times because I could have it right now and nobody would know you could have it right now and you wouldn't know and that's the scary thing about this but the league said they were going to be on a minimum of a 30-day suspension and like I said if you've done your research you you should know that there's just no way that the NBA is going to be back and in in full swing in 30 days I just I don't see how that's going to happen they came out the other day saying that a bunch of execs around the league expect at minimum to be to be three months I think they said they want to resume play around mid-June late June which is that that's a long time and, and not only for us as fans to wait but I think for these players because if you wait these three months and even if it was just the 30 days if you wait 30 days three months whatever but especially three months and you go jump straight into playoff basketball how is that going to affect these players especially you look at like a LeBron James for example who obviously if the, if they were to jump straight into the playoffs to be the first seed in the west uh, if you look at it like that LeBron has been on the same NBA schedule if you exclude the lockout season couple, four or five years ago whichever season it was uh, he's been on the same schedule the same NBA schedule playing 82 games the playoffs start here our last game is here around this time. Playoffs start mid-April, and that's how it is. So you're telling me LeBron James, and, and not only LeBron, all these guys that are going to you know be in the playoffs, if you we were to start the playoffs back as soon as basketball was able to start, you're going to jump right into playoff games? 
I just I don't see how that works. I don't see that happening. And it, I, I've seen that they've been talking about once it comes back doing three to five game series instead of seven. There's just a lot to be worked out. And I'm sure the NBA league offices, Adam Silver, all the guys there are having these same conversations right now because it's it's a lot to, to talk about. It, it, that's, that's really just the plain and simple truth about it. To me, there's a couple ways that I think you could go about this. I think the best way is when you resume play, play some regular season games, maybe cut a few out. I don't see them finishing off the entire regular season playing all 82 games, but these players need to have some sort of buffer as far as games go between once they come back and when the playoffs actually start. Uh, And I do believe the league will take that same stance on it. Obviously, I don't work with the league, so I have no idea how Adam Silver and these guys are thinking. But that has to be in the back of their mind. If you want these guys playing the best playoff basketball they can, you want them to at least have have some sort of run-up and basketball activity up until the playoffs. Because practicing with your team, which they still aren't allowed to do right now, just isn't the same kind of activity and, and simulation as getting into a real game against real NBA competition that is not a part of your team and knows how you play every day, day in and day out. So we have a lot to learn moving forward. This is going to be a daunting, daunting three months if if that's what it is. And, and honestly, it could be more. Um, you you got to think the NBA – Think about Staples Center, for example, with the Lakers, the Clippers. Not only do those two teams share locker rooms, home locker rooms, you got to think about the LA Kings and hockey. I, I want to say there's another Los Angeles hockey team, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm not a huge NHL guy. Sorry, Hurricanes fans. It's something I'm trying to get into, but that's more. <laughs> we actually, actually have to have Hurricanes games for me to start talking about that. But regardless, these guys are all sharing locker rooms. you got to think about away locker rooms. These players could be in there with this virus, not even knowing it, changing, spreading, showering, and you just don't know. So I think to, to be realistic, I think you'd have to say at the very least, at the very least, it's going to be mid-June. And, and honestly, I would prepare for more. If I was sports, if I was another sports fan like myself, that's that's how I'm trying to mentally prepare myself. I'm sitting here playing 2K, trying to to simulate the rest of the Hornets season, and you know I miss basketball a lot. Da 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 da. But at the end of the day, you really have to understand that the league did the right thing. Um, I'm not trying to to say they haven't in any sort of way. I think this is what they absolutely had to do. And you see that once the NBA did it, everybody else kind of followed suit, except for the NCAA, who I want to talk about in a second. Um, But the the NBA really was the trendsetter for all of this. And I think, again, they did the right thing. Once Rudy Gobert gets it, and then Donovan Mitchell uh, almost immediately following, you got to think, if you were going to keep playing the season, even without fans... Uh, the Jazz, not only do they have the rest of their team who also tested negative, as far as I know the rest of them did, but at that time, if you would have continued to play games, players would have been scared that, oh, these guys may have it. I don't want to play against them. They're bumping bodies, swapping sweat, all kinds of stuff throughout an entire NBA game. I just I don't see how it works. And then you got the Utah Jazz, You know something that not a lot of people are talking about. If they would have kept playing, Hell, they're missing their two best players with this coronavirus disease. That's how was that fair to them? 
um, that you're going to keep resuming play. And, and, you know, they have their two best players who, while they don't have any symptoms and they feel like they can go play an NBA game, can't play because they have this it's super contagious disease. So the NBA did the, the right thing. And the NCAA, my God, the NCAA has a very bad rap, to say the least. Um, but the NCAA had a really good opportunity to jump in front of this thing early and say, hey, we're going to suspend the tournament. We're not going to cancel the tournament, which is what I think they should have done. Um, if the NBA is moving its calendar back, I think March Madness could have moved its calendar back. Because the reason, so say uh, the NBA decided they were going to do regular season games, which is what I think they will do before the playoffs. I just don't think there's any way they're going to jump into the playoffs, especially if they wait three months. So if the NBA is pushing its calendar back and having the regular season before they immediately start playoffs, then you can do March Madness while the NBA finishes its regular season games because the reason they can't let March Madness run into June is because of the finals and all the TV deals they have uh, you know, with March Madness and the NBA playoffs and finals. Like They, they would uh, contradict each other. So in times and stuff would get all mixed up. So I think that... The NCAA should have suspended the tournament. I don't think they should have canceled it. I feel really, really bad for all these kids that have had to give up their last year of eligibility. They fought all season for this, didn't get to finish conference tournaments, all of this. I, I feel bad for all of them, man. I understand being upset about that. But at the end of the day, you have to realize this is for the betterment of not only them, but their families, uh, their friends, all that stuff, their teammates, their coaches, all of it. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw Fred Hoiberg, Hoiberg uh, the the Iowa coach who used to coach the Bulls, obviously, but the or no, he's the Nebraska coach. Excuse me, um, but he damn near passed out during one of their conference tournaments games, and it, it everybody thought he had the disease, but turns out he just has the flu, and the what he had for the flu was seemingly worse than a lot of people with the coronavirus right now. So it's. It's a daunting time. Places are starting to close. Schools are closing. The toilet paper fiasco. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you're one of the D-bags that are taking toilet paper and stocking up uh, excessively, stop. Please, like, just leave some for the rest of us. Take Lysol. Take the disinfectant wipes, Clorox wipes, paper towels even. I get all those things. But toilet paper? What? I, I just, I don't understand people a lot of times, and I think the media has a big part in all of this, and I think the NBA has a large part in all this too, because, like I said, not only myself, but a majority of the United States of America, before this whole thing with the NBA happened, and the the leagues following suit afterwards canceling, not a whole lot of people were super worried about this. A lot of people were saying it was just like the flu, like I said earlier, and that it was nothing to really worry about unless you were old or had a bad immune system, which is obviously not the case anymore. So it's it's a waiting game. Uh, I, I feel bad for the Hornets, and I've been talking about this the whole time. This is a Charlotte sports podcast. I haven't even brought up the Hornets yet. Um, I, I feel bad for them. As a team, they were really starting to find their stride. They had a fantastic... If you guys didn't watch that game against Miami, the, the comeback victory, if you guys have DVR, if you guys have any way to watch it, now that we don't have any more Hornets games, I highly, highly recommend that you go back and watch that game. 
fantastic comeback by the boys. Great fight, great fight from these young guys to Martin Twins, once again coming and, and showing why they are valuable as players, both of them, not just Cody, not just Caleb. They they both bring an energy to this team that I think James Borrego loves, and I put it on Twitter too that I think any NBA coach would love to have those two twins on their team just by the, you know, they're, they're not the most skilled guys in the world. Defensively, they're, they're both pretty good. Caleb, I think, is offensively better than, than Cody, and Cody defensively better than Caleb, but these guys play with energy at all times, and I think it makes up for their lack of skill set so far. And they're both rookies, so I, I I can't expect them to be two perfectly well-rounded players. But uh, I, I feel bad for this young team, man. They were really starting to hit a stride. They were competing against good teams in this in these last three four weeks. They you know took the Bucks down to the end of the game. They took the Nuggets down to the very end of the game. Should have beat the Spurs, if you ask me. Uh, beat the Raptors. Like they, they played so well these past couple weeks and to have the season suspended like this it sucks man and at the end of the day like I've said multiple times throughout this episode it was for the greater good I understand that but as a fan uh as a fan that it follows this team probably more than than anybody that I know at least I don't know about you guys but it's it's hard it really is man I I miss sports and I'm sure you guys do so moving forward with the podcast you know, I think that's about all I have to talk about for the coronavirus. I know you're hearing about it more than you want to. I know I'm hearing about it more than I want to. I mean, it's it's all over everywhere. There's no sports to distract me from it anymore. So all I hear about now is the damn coronavirus. So I'm not going to stop the podcast. That is not my plan. I haven't decided on if I'm going to do it every day, if I'm going to do it a couple days a week. I haven't quite decided that yet. But... I am still going to be bringing you guys content. If you don't follow me on Twitter, please follow me on Twitter so you guys can stay updated with the podcast, what's going to happen here these next few weeks. But regardless, I am going to be bringing you guys episodes. I'm going to be talking tomorrow. I'm going to have an episode out tomorrow talking about the new NFL CBA uh, that just got approved by the Players Association, which there's a lot to talk about. It's an almost 400-page document. There's a lot of content there. So that'll be a good episode for tomorrow. I hope you guys are excited for that. I'll talk about how it affects the Panthers all that good stuff. I still got to read up on it, and you should too. If, if you think you know about the CBA, you don't because it's it's a very long document, and there is a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't know about that CBA, which I will talk about tomorrow. But after that, I think what I'm going to do, and if you guys have any other ideas, please tell me. I, I would love to take ideas from you guys. Uh, I'd love to have some of you on the show, call-ins, any, anything like that. I've also thought about uh, going on Periscope on Twitter or, or Twitch, um, and streaming old Hornets Panthers games just to just to keep the sports spirit, I guess is the best way to put it alive. Um, you know, something to watch. I've been watching old replays of NBA games on NBA TV. I watched Game uh, Seven of um, the 2016 Finals with the the Cavs and uh, the the Warriors a couple days ago, which was which was great to rewatch. So I have a couple Hornets games in mind, mind especially. I know there's a couple Panthers games I'd love to go back and watch too. If you guys are interested in that, man, please let me know because I, I, I'll i get the camera. I, I, I'd love to stream that stuff for you guys and we can enjoy it together and try and get through this together because it's a collective effort. And remember, if you guys don't if you guys don't think this is serious at this point, it, it doesn't matter. Please be safe. 
remember that even if you don't think it's serious, it's much better to be prepared and end up being nothing as compared to not being prepared and end up getting yourself, your child, your parents, somebody that is at risk sick from this disease. So please just be respectful, mindful of others. Wash your hands. It's a disease that does linger on hard surfaces. Make sure you're disinfecting. But I'm telling you guys, if you wash your hands, cough into your shoulder, you're likely going to be okay. Uh, Try and social distance yourself. Just just I don't want to say self-isolate because I don't like the idea of people staying in their homes for, you know, a month or two at a time, but you know, don't go out partying. Don't like these idiots I've seen in Louisiana these past couple days going and partying on Bourbon Street with 2 3,000 people. You know, the CDC said it was best to stay under 50 people excuse me or under as far as social gatherings go. So just be mindful of that. Stay stay safe. Wash your hands. If you guys don't mind, please like, rate, subscribe to the pod wherever you guys are listening. I am going to keep bringing content. I promise you that. Uh, I love doing this podcast, and I love you guys uh, that listen to the show. I really do appreciate you guys. So we're going to get through this together. Again, if you have any ideas, please submit them to me on Twitter, DM me. Um, you can contact me on Instagram, wherever. Just let me know, and we'll get through this together, guys. Remember, stay healthy, stay safe, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.